I am Emily Lyons. In 2009, without a high school degree and no money to my name, I decided to start my own business. But since then, I've built several multi-million dollar companies and I don't plan on stopping. Being a businesswoman, CEO, serial entrepreneur, survivor, and general life enthusiast, I'm endlessly jazzed by the business of life, especially the stories of extraordinary people I've had the privilege to meet along my own improbable journey to success. I don't think it's fair to keep that privilege to myself, and I think you deserve to be lifted and shifted by these people too. After all, all inspiring people are inspired people. So get ready to be inspired. This is Mind Your Business. But today we're going to talk about social media, one of my favorite things. Have a love-hate relationship with it. I think we all do, right? (laughs) But we all know the benefits that it can bring when we use it and when we use it consistently and to the best of our abilities. So I want to dive into some of the latest updates for 2023, what you can do to grow right now. And, you know, social media is always changing. And this really started back in 2016 when a lot of the social media platforms introduced algorithms. So they created these with the target of keeping viewers on the platform for longer periods. That's what the target is with all social media platforms, right? They want to keep the eyeballs on there so that they can sell more ads and all that good stuff. So they introduced the algorithms to categorize content with the target of putting content in front of the right viewers. So if Dan always looks at content that involves food, maybe cooking, maybe recipes, maybe specifically Italian recipes, they want to be able to push content in that niche to Dan to keep him browsing and on the platform longer. So they are constantly evolving these algorithms with that target in mind. So they use different signals to put the right creator's content in front of the right viewers. So breaking down what these signals currently are is really important so that you can figure out how to get your content in front of your ideal audience, right? So first of all, when you post anything, the algorithm automatically scans to see, is this good quality content? That's the first thing that it looks at. And it has different triggers that it has in there. So first of all, is it blurry, right? If it's a video that you've created, is the video blurry? Is it poor quality? Is it not fitting the frame right? And you know, when you've seen those videos and they're like cropped and they look kind of weird, is the photo blurry? First and foremost, your content has to be good quality. And if we have an iPhone, we can absolutely create good quality content. It doesn't have to be professional. And then it's going to look at how popular is your content right off the bat. So are people just scrolling right past it or are they actually stopping to consume it? If it's a carousel post on Instagram, are they swiping through it? Are they liking it? Are they commenting on it? And then they're checking what the post is actually about. So they're scanning it to see What is this content? Again, so is it a recipe content? Is it about food? Is it about fashion? So that they can match it to the right viewer. So they're going to look at the captions, the hashtags, what the quality or the content actually is in it. So are you talking about fashion? Are you showing a meal prep? All of those things so that they can ideally push it to the correct people. So next, they look at the overall account that you have. So are you posting consistently? consistency is key with all of the platforms. Is your content regularly in this niche? So are you posting all over the map? Is it about one week it's about fashion and the next week it's about animal content? They want to be able to see your niche clearly so they know that, okay, if I push Norm's content to Dan, he's probably going to follow him and he's going to like that content. So you got to make sure that you consistently post within your niche. Now, something that is super important Is your content on a lot of these platforms, specifically Instagram and LinkedIn, 
is pushed automatically to people that you interact with most. So in 2023, they really niche down on this because they want your content to be shown to friends, right? When you're on your regular feed on Instagram, that is the people that you interact with most. When you're on your explore feed on Instagram, that is content that the algorithm has deemed as being something that you would potentially like. So as soon as your content is posted on the feed post, it's going to show to people that you often DM with, that you comment on one another's posts. And so, you know, guys know I've talked about this before, engagement being key, being so important to remember the social part of social media. So spending time as often as you can and looking at time, like maybe when you, if you have to take the subway or you're in a waiting room where you're going to spend that time 15, 20 minutes every single day being social. So you're going to spend time DMing people, responding to DMs, commenting on other people's photos and responding to every single comment that you get. So I like to go on 15 to 20 minutes before the most active time on my social media platform. And Instagram tells you this very clearly. You can go into your insights. You can go to your follower, total follower account, and you can scroll to the bottom and it's going to tell you the most active time on your page. You can go on 15, 20, 30 minutes before then and post so that you're going to hit that target peak. And also for that next 20, 30 minutes, spend that time interacting with your friends, with potential friends, but being social on there. All right. Now, I know we all remember when videos took over Instagram. Everybody was like, well, do we have to make videos now? It is a really fantastic way still to be seen and to be discovered because yes, Instagram loves reels, but they did scale back and images now perform really well again. So that's fantastic, especially carousels. They push educational carousels out on the Explore feed. So do both. Try to do both if you can. Try to do everything over the map. Test what works, but still go back and forth. And when you're doing videos, it's really important to remember that in 2023, it went up to 85% of all users consuming content with no sound. So 85% of us watch videos, scroll the social media platforms with our sound off. I know I do. So that's why it's really important that you, first of all, have great quality content, great imagery, and that you have subtitles on your videos. So subtitles on your stories. When you're talking on your stories, have the subtitles on. When you create a video, add the subtitles. Same on TikTok, add those subtitles. Otherwise, people are not going to stop to watch it. They will keep scrolling. You know, if we're in a waiting room and we're scrolling on Instagram, we don't want the sound on. If we're laying in bed and we're taking it easy, we don't want the sound on. So we're not gonna stop and turn the volume up. Really easy way to increase your views. All right, now content in 2023 that performs the best. There's a lot of different studies that have been done. But they found that these four things were performing the best. One, entertainment. So, of course, something that entertains people. Two, education, teaching them something. This is really great because you can teach something relevant to your niche, whatever it is that you are selling or promoting. Number three, inspirational content. Anybody can do that, whatever it is that you've overcome or you even if you haven't overcome anything, anything inspirational that maybe inspires you that you think other people could find inspirational. And number four, thought-provoking. Now, they also found if you can mix two or three of these or even all four of them together, it'll perform the best. So figure out your niche and what you can do within those. So entertaining, educational, inspirational, thought-provoking, right? And incorporate your niche into those things and the secret sauce. Now, with carousels or videos, it's really important that we have a strong opening hook. So something that stops the scroller, 
right? We're scrolling through. We have so many things coming at us from all different directions. When we're on TikTok, when we're on Instagram, when we're anywhere on social media, we have to remember that the majority of people click off of things in the first second. They click off in the first second. So we've got a reel. People aren't going to watch a 60 second reel unless there is a hook that keeps them watching. We have to give them a reason to stick around. So I'm going to share some of those things in a bit of some good scroll stopping things, but something that stops the reader. So stops their pattern, a pattern interrupt. What breaks that scroll where they're like, oh, okay, I want to watch this. All right. The next thing, hashtags are incredible in 2023. I know this is so funny because it went up and down with hashtags for people way back in the day, they used a million of them and then they were like, hashtags don't work. But yes, they do. They do work. And I would recommend a day a month doing some hashtag research. You don't have to spend hours doing this. You can do this in a couple minutes. You can use ChatGPT to do this, to have them do some updated hashtag research. You can use all different services like hashtag Slayer app. That's a fantastic one. There's a lot of them out there and they're free for the most part. Switch them up, play around with them. The great thing about hashtags is it actually categorizes your content. And I've talked about this before, but it's continued in 2023. So if you're constantly using things like the fashion hashtags, things relevant to your niche, it's going to categorize that content and ideally help to get it pushed to that target audience, to the people you want to be seeing your content that are actually interested in it, that are going to stick around and consume it, and hopefully ideally convert to a customer in some capacity. All right. Now, the posting frequency matters. It really and truly does. The algorithms have said, if you go and you read through any of them, that this is what they watch. They look at this. So a goal for Instagram ideally would be posting four times a week. Same with LinkedIn. Same with a lot of the platforms, at least four times a week, minimum. If you can, every day. I know that's really tricky. I find LinkedIn is the easiest one for this. Now, the majority of platforms actually let you schedule the content in advance. So with, we've got like 12 different Instagram pages for the different companies that I own and my team schedules it all out in advance. So it's all ready to go at least seven days in advance throughout the week. So we don't have to worry about it. We just go on, we engage, we respond to comments, all of that to keep the engagement up, but it's all set out and ready to go. Otherwise, if we had to post every single day, that would be a beast. Be like, what are we going to do? What are we going to post about? What are we going to say, right? You want to make it really easy for yourself to be consistent so that you get those benefits from the algorithm. And it says, okay, Dan consistently posts every single day. This is an active account. This is a good standing account. We should absolutely help him grow, push his content out to more people. The other great thing about posting consistently is it's going to help you to get really great insights. You're going to be able to see what performs well. What does my audience like best? So I can double down on that. Like, yes, okay, so my videos do really, really well. I get new followers every single time I post them. Or you know what? The content that gets the most engagement is my carousel posts. I should do a lot more of them. And then what also is fantastic about posting consistently is your skills improve. You get better. So if you are creating graphics, if you're using Canva, you're gonna get better at it. If you're filming content for videos, you're gonna get better at it. So Posting on a regular basis is so, 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 so important. And we get caught up with thinking that it has to be perfect. You know, we're constantly second guessing ourselves. As long as we're not offending anybody, who cares? The worst thing is it doesn't perform well. You know what? We can always delete it. Ideally, we're just going to uh, archive it so that the algorithm doesn't see us deleting things. But who cares? Post it and see, okay, this didn't really perform well. I guess that didn't resonate with my audience. This one did a little bit better. I'm going to double down on that and see right? But just post something. Something is better than nothing. All right. 
Now, you also have to post a lot of content for the algorithm to be able to figure out what your page and content is all about. Who should they be pushing this to? You can't post once and then expect it to be categorized appropriately. You need to post like 20 times, 30 times in your niche so that it can figure out what your page is all about. And you'll see that when you look at the pages with large followings, they've really niched down. They posted a lot of content in their niche. And then they can kind of go outside of that every once in a while, but they know what that page is about. Now, the next really great thing is Instagram launched broadcasts and LinkedIn launched newsletters. So these are really fantastic ways to build engagement and build a community. So it's kind of like an email list. It's like a direct chat. So with LinkedIn, when you create a newsletter, whenever you send one out so people can subscribe to your newsletter, it invites everybody you're connected with. Whenever somebody requests to connect with you, it automatically asks them to join your newsletter. And when you send one out, it lands in their inbox. So You post there, you share a new podcast you have, a new social media post you have, and boom, it's landing in their inbox. They're not going to miss it. It helps with engagement. It helps people to come and see your content, interact with it, and to build that sense of community. So I would really recommend that everybody get on that, launch a newsletter on LinkedIn, and launch a broadcast channel on Instagram and be active in them. Now, I think it's really important that we build systems. So whatever you can figure out that makes it easy for you to be consistent is going to help you. So of course, scheduling out that content, like I said, but also maybe you have a Google Doc where it's just ongoing and in there you have your constant brainstorms of content ideas. Maybe you have a whole bunch of videos saved in there, a whole bunch of photos in there, a whole bunch of potential captions in there, but find different systems that work for you to be able to create great content on an ongoing basis. And then you want to have a schedule. So maybe every single Sunday afternoon is your shooting day where you shoot your content for your videos, where you shoot photos, where you create those graphics. If you can create a different template on places like Canva, that make it really easy for you to create quotes ongoing. But having those systems in place, like with anything, is so important. And I've said it before that social media is really like a little business, right? Treating it like you would a business. So having goals, things you want to achieve with it, how you're going to get there, and then systems to make it easy for you to be consistent. Now, as I said, right, going on before figuring out when the most active times are on your platform so that you can then spend time interacting with people. I already talked about that. But I did want to dive into some content ideas just because I know it gets really frustrating. And if you cannot come up with any ideas, figure out first and foremost who you're speaking to right now. It always changes. So right now, October 2023, who am I speaking to? Who do I want to attract to my page? What do I ultimately want them to do? Do I want them to follow me and then later on purchase from my company or get into my community or attend one of my live events? What is it? What is your target? Figure out what that is and who you're speaking to. So then you can create content that speaks to that ideal audience. Now, some easy things you can do behind the scenes. Take your audience, your target audience behind the scenes of maybe your daily work. Maybe making your products, showing the human side of your brand. And this is really fantastic because it's easy. You can just do B-roll. So when I say that, I just mean you're going to set your camera up and maybe you're packaging an order. Maybe you're typing on your computer and then you're just going to put some tips over top of it. You don't even need to be talking on it. And we see that all the time. That content is performing really, really well right now on Instagram, on TikTok, They get millions of views. Just packing an order, finding a trending audio, 
boom, it can do really, really well. And you can find, if you go into Google and you go into TikTok trends, if you Google that, you're going to find ads.tiktok.com. And this is the creative center for TikTok. And they're usually a little bit ahead of Instagram when it comes to with the trends, but you can go on here and you can go to trending songs right now. You can see which ones are trending upwards and you can use that audio and it'll absolutely give you benefits. So I've tested this and we've reposted videos with a current trending audio, current trending song, absolutely gets more views. But you can batch so much video content and then just put different quotes over top of it, different tips that are relevant to your niche. Makes it super easy and you can do a ton of these. Now, the other thing is that we are toying with a lot of my e-commerce company is user-generated content, so UGC. So this is really showcasing content created by your customers or your followers. So what we like to do with one of my companies, True Glow Beauty, is send out free product to makeup artists in exchange for them creating content with our products. So they're already creating content. We just want to have our product there so we can repurpose their content. Sometimes we'll put tips over top of it, but quite often it's good to go as is. Right now is a perfect time for us because they're doing all the Halloween makeup looks so we can repost those. Now, tutorials and how-tos are fantastic. These perform so well easy step-by-step guides related to your niche. Help your audience learn something new. It can be something so simple. And maybe you think, oh, that's so easy. People don't know these things, right? So think about your niche. What could you teach them? So for me, I could do, if it's my page, entrepreneurial content, anything related to that, anything related to resilience. If I'm on our beauty pages, anything related to beauty. If I'm on our matchmaking page for Lines Elite, anything related to dating, step-by-step guides, really simple, easy ones. You can also do Q&A sessions. You can go live and record it, but a Q&A session where you're going to answer the most common questions from your audience This builds trust and engagement. This helps you grow on TikTok especially. But then you can also figure out what are the common questions people have related to my niche. And then you can create content around that. So if people are constantly asking, you know, if we're on my Lions Elite dating company page and people are constantly asking, how do I spot a narcissist? We know that that is content people are really craving. We can go, we can create a whole bunch of content surrounded around that topic. Now, a really great thing if you have a business is creating content around testimonials and success stories. So highlighting positive feedback from your customers that were happy, your clients. Share their success stories related to your offering. Make this fun, engaging videos do really, really well. And you can repost them again and again and again. So if you can get videos from happy customers, fantastic. Incorporate this in, post it on your stories, however you can. Now, I love doing polls and surveys. I love this because it engages my audience. It asks for their opinion through different polls, different surveys. I can get really great feedback to curate our content and our products. And again, get that really valuable insight as to what they're actually interested in. So then we can create content around that. I also like to do product spotlights. So I like to showcase individual products or services and then really get detailed with the explanation of their features and benefits. So with our plain beauty company, we'll spotlight a really specific ingredient. So maybe it's aloe vera and what that the amazing advantages are of that. People love to see that. They engage with it. They share it. You can go back to the old classics. Again, something that's come back is Throwback Thursdays. People are doing Throwback Thursdays again. So you can share a nostalgic or a memorable moment from your brand's history. If you've got a company, maybe it's when you started out, maybe it's back in school, things like that. People love to see where you started. And again, it humanizes you and your brand because on social media, we 
we're just this box or this video, but anything we can do to humanize it and show more of our story, fantastic. Now we are going into holiday season. So fantastic. Wonderful. We can create content all around the holidays. So I would start now, start batching it, have all stuff around ready for Christmas or Hanukkah or Thanksgiving. There are so many different things. And it could be as simple again as you decorating the tree, you wrapping a present, and then you're putting quotes over top of it. Now, I want to go back to those scroll stopping hooks because they're so important when we're creating content. Because again, we want people to stop and consume our content. When we're putting so much thought and energy into showing up on social media, we want to make sure that people actually see it, that they stop and consume it. So some things that we have found that do fantastic are starting it with the best, and then you insert your technique or whatever it is I've ever done, or the best thing I've ever learned, the best blank I've ever used, right? The best, the best. That stops people, that gets their attention. Oh, okay, this is the best. I need to know what this is. Then you could do something like 10 blank. So when I say blank, I mean, insert your niche or whatever. I wish I knew earlier. 10 tips for entrepreneurship. I wish I knew earlier. 10 tips to grow on social media. I wish I knew earlier. Maybe you have in brackets, the last one is gonna shock you, right? People wanna stick around. They're like, oh, what's the last one? The next thing is you need this free tool. This free tool changed my company. This free tool changed the way I did business, right? It's exciting. It's like, oh, okay, what is it? The next thing is the top five sites, I'm doing 10, the top five sites I use to grow, right? Something that's exciting. You can even do stop, right? Just stop. You're telling them stop. You're getting them excited. Stop. The top five sites I use to get to grow on social media. Or maybe you speak directly to your target audience. So maybe you start with, are you an entrepreneur looking to grow? then you need to use this tool. You need to learn these tips. You need to hear this. You could also do a teaser hook. So you start your video off with a sneak peek of the most exciting part of your content. And then you say, but before we get into that, let's dive into the basics. You can do the cliffhanger hook. So you begin with a really suspenseful question or statement, and you kind of leave the viewers curious. They want to know more. Maybe you do the personal story hook. I love doing this. So I share a personal or relatable story that connects the content's theme with me. And this creates a bit of an emotional bond with my audience. And I find when I do this consistently, people tend to want to stick around and hear my story, but they also feel connected to me. So when I do this on LinkedIn, I get a lot of messages after with people and they'll share their story. Yesterday, I did a post about my brother, Christian, and it being his 30th birthday, he has cystic fibrosis. They said that he wasn't going to live past 30. And then when I shared this and how I framed it on LinkedIn, I got so many messages from people saying how somebody in their family was sick and almost died or how they had gone through a big health issue and they felt connected to me. The next thing I like to do is the shocking statistic hook. So I open with a really surprising or shocking statistic related to the topic, related to the niche. Anybody can do this. Whatever industry you're in, there's going to be something shocking or surprising to people, or you can word it in a way that sounds shocking or surprising. Another really popular one is the problem solution hook. Present a common problem and promise to provide a solution in your content. So the problem solution hook. This is fantastic. And it also, when you are creating that, it helps you to come up with great content because you can think of what's a common problem in my industry and what are some easy solutions and then make it exciting. Now, the benefit-oriented hook. So you're going to highlight a really clear benefit to your viewers and what they'll gain from watching your content. So highlight the clear benefit your viewers are going to gain from watching and consuming your content. 
Another thing that I love to do that has performed really, really well for me is the celebrity mention hook. So if it's applicable, mention a well-known figure or brand that's relevant to your content to grab attention. So you'll see I highlight different celebrities, different powerful entrepreneurs. Today, I've got a post going out on Paris Hilton talking about a little bit of how people say, well, she came for money, so she can't be self-made, but how she's actually sold over $3 billion, $2.65 billion alone in her perfumes. And so it's related to my niche and it's a little bit controversial and it's a little bit exciting. Sometimes those perform well, sometimes they don't. The other thing is the challenge hook. So challenge your viewers to try something new or take a specific action related to your content. This can be really fun. It can be really exciting and you can be a little bit controversial. Of course, some people might not agree with this. People are gonna be like, okay, what am I not gonna agree with? People are really excited to not agree with someone. (laughs) Now, some other things to remember, again, I cannot say it enough, remember to engage with your audience after you post. So don't just spend that time before engaging and then walk away. After you post, remember, it is a two-way conversation. It's not, I post, you comment. You have to stick around and respond to comments throughout the day. Ask questions so that it's a conversation under your content. So, hey, Dan, thanks so much for, you know, responding that you enjoyed these tips. Which one did you find the most beneficial or have you tried this or whatever to get a conversation going? Use all the different features on all the different platforms. So stories, reels, carousels, just a single grid post, a collaboration post. Take advantage of all the things so you can ideally reach a wider audience and you can keep your content fresh. Now, when I say this, don't be afraid to repurpose things. I do this all the time. I will go and I will look at what was really popular, what performed really well on my Instagram page two years ago, and I repost it again. I'll repost it on LinkedIn. I do this all the time, or I take it and I rewrite the content that performed really well, and I just rephrase it and post it again. I change the first line and I post it again. If it's good content, people will be happy to interact with it again. And the thing is, we think that people care more about us than they actually do. I used to be like, oh, I, but I posted this before. People are going to get annoyed. They don't remember. I have never had anybody remember. And I've posted content, the same content, sometimes 10 times. I've put so much work into it. People don't remember. They just enjoy it and they interact with it again. So don't be afraid to stretch your content to multiple platforms, repost them, switch them up and post them again. If you can partner with influencers in your niche, this is going to help you expand your reach and your credibility. So if you've got a product-based business, fantastic, because you can send out free product samples like we do with one of my companies, but however you can collaborate with other people, great. If you don't have a podcast, consider starting one because it's a great way to be able to collaborate with influencers in your niche relevant to your topic. So for example, one of my companies, Lines Elite Matchmaking, is in the dating space, and we just launched a podcast called Swipe Blast, where we talk about all different things related to dating, and now we're bringing on different influencers in the dating space, different people with huge audiences, and we brought on this entrepreneur. I spoke with her two weeks ago, and she used to be in the adult entertainment space, and so it was a really interesting conversation with different points of view, but she also has over 3 million followers, so as soon as she shared the real just on her stories that I created and posted online's elite within minutes had over 40,000 views. So reaching a whole new audience that we would have never reached before and cost us nothing time. Now, the next thing is AB testing, experiment with different types of content, different posting times and hashtags to see what works best for your audience. Something that we've discovered is for a long time, we've struggled with TikTok. It has been the bane of my existence. We found posting at nighttime performs way better than any other time. So with Instagram, 
It's usually 11 a.m. With TikTok, it's as late 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. my bedtime. That does the best. We track the analytics. We use it on all the different social media platforms to measure the performance of our content. And then we adjust the strategy accordingly. So we will look and see, okay, on Instagram, this is what brought in the most follows. This is what got the most shares. Shares is a really important thing because it means somebody valued your content so much that they felt the need to repost it on their stories. And when we get those reposts, we get exposure to their whole audience, right? So if we can get shares, that is a huge metric that tells us this was great content. Again, going back to consistency. Consistency is key. Stick to a consistent posting schedule to keep your audience engaged and informed and top of mind, right? We don't post once and then we disappear. The other thing that I see is somebody will get like really gun haul, like, yes, I'm going to grow on social media. I'm going to reach my target audience. I'm going to become a thought leader. They post for a month and they're like, I haven't grown fed up. And then they might post once a month when they get that, like, Ugh, I haven't posted in a while. You have to be consistent every single day for as long as it takes. Show up until you blow up. Seriously. Just keep posting, keep tweaking. Eventually, you'll start to get a little bit of growth, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more, and it compounds. If you go on my Instagram, you're not going to see that I had, I wasn't one of those people that had a video with 5 million views and then I spiked up in, in follower count. No, it was posting consistently and getting small amounts of views that gained and gained and gained and gained. And you'll see that on TikTok. Some people... They just post multiple times every single day and they've got big follower counts, but they don't have viral videos. It's just that they're continually posting content. And every once in a while, boom, maybe you will have that video that goes viral and it is going to bring in that huge boost of great followers that hopefully come into your community. The next thing that I want to say is make sure that you're staying authentic. It's really easy to get caught up on social media with comparing ourselves. I do it all the time. Like, wow, that person is so much better than me. I need to be more like them or I need my brands to be more like them. Honestly, authenticity, it builds trust with our audiences. It shines through when we are ourself and it's all of our unique selling propositions. So it's the only thing that we have that is completely unique to everybody else. So I always say like, no, that's not you. Get back to yourself. Who are you? The other thing that we're always doing is we're staying informed. So we're always looking at the latest trends and updates on the different platforms so that we can adapt our strategy accordingly. So you can follow the Adam Mosiri. He is the CEO of Instagram. He's constantly sharing the updates. You can also go to their blog and read about it. Same with LinkedIn. Staying up to date with these things is fantastic. You can jump on the new features, jump on the new trends. And remember, as much as I say that it's important to be consistent. Remember, quality over quantity, of course. Focus on creating really great content that provides value to your audience, even if it means posting less frequently. But just post something. And then I try to just have fun with it. When we get caught up with what is going to perform really, really well, again, it puts the pressure on it and it makes it a job. I just go back to like, what do I enjoy about my business? What do I enjoy about the things that I do? What do I enjoy about my day? What are the things that I genuinely love? And then I capture that on video or in a photo because it makes it fun. It brings the passion back to what we do and it shows through in the social media content that we create. So just go back to what do I enjoy? Just having fun with it. Now, if you can encourage your audience to create content for you, like I said, with that user-generated content, fantastic. So whether that's sharing and celebrating with through reviews and testimonials using your product, but it's going to give you a fresh perspective on your company, on your products, on your services, and also content that you can use. If you can go live, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go live. It's not that bad. Do it. 
that's one of the things we're trying to double down on now is going live on TikTok on a regular basis because it absolutely helps you grow. It pushed to people that don't follow you, but you can do virtual tours. If you've got an office space or you're doing something on site, you're going to do a virtual tour or of your office. You can do interactive workshops. If you've got new products, you can do like a little mini, you know, product thing where you're going to talk about the features of your product and blah, 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 blah. And you're going to show using it behind the scenes experiences. This also deepens the connection of your audience with your audience. And you'll see a lot of the big people, they go live often. And that is why. Now for the women or the men, something that I like to do is throw on a filter because quite often I don't feel like going on live and a filter makes me feel more comfortable because I'm usually like this. Usually I don't have any makeup on. And so when I throw a filter up, I can throw a filter with makeup on and it helps me show up and provide content to my audience. Not everybody agrees with them, but hey, it helps me to show up. And with the end of the day, my target is to provide value. And if it helps me do that, great. So if you can find something that helps you do that, feel better about yourself, awesome. I say do it. Create micro content. So a lot of the time we think we have to create these really long videos and yes, we can, but we can also do super short things. So one of the videos that I have on TikTok that has over 500,000 views is four seconds long. It's four seconds long. It's a behind the scenes from a photo shoot and I put some text over top. Create really short, concise, highly informative content that addresses micro moments in your life, your life, maybe behind the scenes, maybe a how-to video, maybe quick tips, maybe just, you know, a really short behind the scenes. Those micro moments perform so well. And now when you have text on the screen, when your video is short, it performs really well because quite often people have to keep watching it. So they've got to read through it. So they've got to keep watching it. And what that's doing in the meantime is telling the algorithm, wow, this video that Emily posted must be really good because people are watching it multiple times through. We should push it to more people. So you don't always have to do these big, long things. And what you can also do is if you do do big, long videos, you can take that and you can chop that up. So you can take a three-second quote from that that was really impactful and repurpose it, post it again, write a new caption with it. Now, another idea for content is storytelling with data. So a visual statistic, visual data related to your industry and your niche that you're going to turn into engaging stories with different infographics, different charts, different data-driven posts. And you'll see these on Instagram with the carousel feeds, especially on entrepreneur-driven pages that perform really, really well because people like to share these because it's so informative. So keep that in mind. I think I've gone over all of these. Okay. Another thing I wanted to say is Use chat GPT to help you with your content and to grow. So I love chat GPT. It is free. If you're not on it, you can Google chat GPT. It's by OpenAI. You can sign up and you can use it to help you. So you can use it to help you brainstorm content ideas. So you can go in there and you can tell it, this is my personality. This is who I am. This is my target audience. This is some examples of content I've done before that performed really well. Now come up with some new content ideas for me that speak to that. It'll come up with a whole bunch of things for you for free in a couple seconds. You can say, turn that post into a blog post that's going to be, uh, that's going to perform well on Google, implements SEO strategies to it, write some articles, write a script for a video for me. What you can also do is you can go over to a website called Answer the Public. It's also free. You can upgrade if you want, but this is by Neil Patel. You can type in your industry and you're going to see the most search things relevant to your industry. Answer the public. So I can go there and I can type in dating and it's going to tell me 
the most searched things with how to in dating or what dating, all those things. So I have a really great idea of great content that people want to know and are hungry for relevant to my niche. The other thing you can use chat GPT for is content drafting. If you're really stuck on starting a post, starting a caption, starting a script, have it do the initial paragraphs and then you can go through that. Now, I like to do that because I like it to maintain my tone of voice. And then what I like to do at the end of that is have it edit it. So I say, go back, edit it, but maintain my tone of voice. I'll also have it do hashtag research for me. So I'll have it generate a list of relevant hashtags for my content and discover trending niche specific hashtags to expand my reach. I do this every couple of weeks. I have it create a content calendar for me. So I have it to describe my goals. I have it to elaborate on the target audience that I've told it. And I have it to assist me in scheduling posts for optimal times. I also use it to respond to comments. So I do this on LinkedIn specifically. I have it help me draft thoughtful responses to comments and messages for my audience. Now, what I always do is whenever it does it, I always go back and I say more human, more like me because it tends to sound like AI and I want it to be me. I want it to be something that I would actually say, but it helps you be able to respond to a lot of people and build that community, but in an authentic way. Now, if you have a successful post, like I was saying, ask ChatGPT to generate different variations of that content. I love doing this. This is a really great way to be able to recycle and repurpose content for different platforms or times. So I'll say this, this post did really well on Instagram, but I want it to be applicable more to my LinkedIn audience and it'll rewrite it for me. And again, I'll say, make sure that it sounds like Emily. I review it and I customize the content to align with me, with my brand's tone, with my style, with my authenticity. There's nothing worse than scrolling through and you can be like, oh yeah, that's by ChatGPT. But once you have a chat going on there and you're in that, it remembers the history. So it will remember the things that you said, yes, that is me or no, it didn't. And it'll get better at fine tuning to sound like you. And I say, tell it more human. This is such a valuable tool. And honestly, it helps me to create so much really great content and it's got it down to sounding just like me. I edit it, I work with it, but you can use it to do so much. There's no reason why you can't be consistent right now on social media and stay up to date and really grow with the tools we have at our fingertips. So it's all about staying up to date with the changes, engaging with your audience and creating that high quality, relevant content. Again, doesn't have to be super in-depth, just create something, put it out there. All right, guys, I hope that you guys got some good tips today. Did anybody want to share anything that was maybe working for them or did you have a question at all? Hmm. All right. Well, I would love to see what everybody's posting. So if you are in our Telegram chat, please share your newest post. Post today, share it in the chat so we can all go and spam you with love, give you that engagement, LinkedIn, Instagram, all the places. I want to see what you come up with. Let us know what your posting schedule is going to be so we can go and we can support one another. And then if you do have any questions, make sure you share it in the chat or reach out to me, DM me on Instagram. I'm always here to help. All right. I found it super helpful. Thank you. I'm so glad. Go there, start creating your content, make your calendar and be consistent. Thank, thank you, you, Emily. Thank everybody. And if you're watching this on the replay, thanks for tuning in. Make sure thank you, Emily. And uh, stay tuned for the next meetup. Thanks, guys. Have a wonderful day. Have a good day. <laughs> Bye.